Hi everyone, welcome to Careful Tech episode 34, Never Not Connected. Last week I compared my own media habits to those of the quote-unquote average American. As I tallied up the hours, I was struck by how much of my waking life is spent using gadgets. So I thought it might be fun to break down my average weekday and highlight the devices that I'm using at every hour of every day. At 4 a.m. on the average weekday, again, my alarm goes off. I immediately reach for my iPhone. I spend half an hour, 45 minutes, sometimes up to an hour, catching up on Twitter via TweetBot. Then around 5 a.m., I roll out of bed, head down to the bathroom, uh, and weigh myself, recording the result using Vect on my Apple Watch. 5.05 a.m., I, um, that's my meditation practice time. I time my mindfulness sessions using Headspace or more recently Insight Timer on, again, my iPhone. 5.30 a.m., that's my goal to be um, seated in front of my laptop writing. I typically draft my posts in Sublime Text on my HP ZBook, then queue up each article in WordPress. 6.30 a.m., I'm exercising, assuming that writing hasn't eaten up extra time. I track workouts on the Apple Watch, and I usually listen to podcasts using Overcast on my iPhone, since podcasts on the Apple Watch are a no-go. By 7.30 a.m., I'm hopefully headed towards the shower and getting ready for work. This is one of the few gadgetless reprieves in my day, although lately I have taken to wearing my water-resistant Apple Watch in the shower because it's helpful to know how long I can be lazy under that hot water before I have to uh, dry myself off and punch the clock for work, which starts typically around 8 a.m. I work in communications for a commercial real estate firm, and my typical day at the office involves writing, some light graphics editing, some layout work, all of which keep me tied to my laptop, which is docked and connected to three external Dell monitors that ring my makeshift treadmill desk. That brings us up to noon. We really have not had a sizable chunk of time that is not connected to a device uh, in some fashion up to this point. And that continues over the lunch hour. I often listen to podcasts on my iPhone while I cook and then browse TweetBot as I eat. When I can squeeze it in, I record this podcast using my laptop during this lunch break too. By one, I'm back at work, more laptop use. Five o'clock, I'm leaving work, it's time for dinner prep and some family time. And this is the only real stretch of the day where I truly set aside my devices. We may play some music on the Amazon Echo in the kitchen. My daughter is currently in love with the song Monster Mash. Thank you, Halloween. Or we might snap a few photos if she's being particularly cute. For the most part, though, we aim to be present to each other during these pre-bedtime hours. But by the time we hit 7 o'clock, our toddler is in bed, devices are back out, my wife and I collapse in front of our Roku TV to enjoy an episode or two of our favorite shows, Stranger Things, Great British Bake Off, Silicon Valley, Star Trek Discovery, those are some of the the, uh, shows we've been watching recently. When one of us is away for the evening, we each have our personal favorites. I've recently gotten into Halt and Catch Fire, which is fantastic. Regardless of what's on the TV, though, our primary attention is directed to our phones, 
My wife uh, gravitates to Instagram and Facebook. I'm almost always on Twitter. Around 8.30 p.m., yes, I go to sleep like a 70-year-old man. I'm into my evening bathroom routine, brushing my teeth while scrolling through TweetBot on my phone. Honestly, the main reason that I hate flossing is that I need both hands to do it, and that means I have to set the phone down. Um, It may be a sign that I have a problem. Around 9 p.m., I'm crawling into bed. It only takes a few minutes of Twitter browsing on the iPhone before I start to nod off. And then I'm asleep, say by 9.15 or 9.30. I've taken to wearing my Apple Watch at night, so even as I sleep, I am always connected. An app called AutoSleep uses the watch's accelerometer to record how much rest I get each night. Um, I don't use this data for much of anything, but I just think it's kind of fun to track. So to summarize, I spend my entire day and my entire night using one device or another in one way or another. On the one hand, that realization is kind of sobering. So much of my life is tied to gadgets. In particular, I'm troubled by the fact that Twitter has become my default way to kill time. It's the first thing I do when I wake up. It's the last thing I check before falling asleep. I turn to it at the slightest sign of boredom. At least some of that time could be better spent even if it just meant I was more present with my own thoughts. On the other hand, being a little bit more self-forgiving, just because my entire day involves gadgets doesn't mean it revolves around gadgets. After all, we use these devices for everything now. They can empower intentional, productive activity just as much as they enable pointless or self-destructive behavior. For example, my iPhone-led meditation sessions are definitely beneficial, as are the sleep and exercise tracking made possible by my Apple Watch. And I don't feel guilty that my work life requires constant connectivity. That is the norm now for most knowledge workers, for better or worse. Thanks very much for listening to this episode of Careful Tech. You can check out the podcast on Twitter at CarefulTech or on the web at carefultech.net. You can follow me at Matt Hogger, H-A-U-G-E-R. I would love to hear from you if you have thoughts on this topic or things that I might cover in the future. Again, thanks for listening. I'll talk to you next time.